chapter twenty six of a popular history of the art of music from the earliest times until the present by w s b matthews this librivox recording is in the public domain mozart and his genius one of the most engaging personalities and at the same time one of the most highly gifted versatile and richly endowed geniuses who ever adorned the art of music was that of wolfgang amadeus mozart seventeen fifty six seventeen ninety one he was a son of the violin player and musician leopold mozart living at salzburg at an extremely early age he showed his love for music by listening to the lessons of his sister by the time he was four his father commenced to give him lessons and when he was less than five years old he was discovered one day making marks upon music paper which he stoutly maintained belonged to a concerto the statement was received with incredulity but upon carefully examining the manuscript it was found correctly written and sensible but so difficult as to be impossible to play upon the boy's attention being called to this he replied i call it a concerto because it is so difficult they should practice it until they can play it in childhood and indeed through all his life his ear was very sensitive he could not bear to hear the sound of a trumpet and upon his father seeking to overcome his nervousness by having a trumpet blown in the room it threw him into convulsions the boy was of a most active mind interested in everything that went on about him and eager to learn in every direction nothing came amiss arithmetic grammar and language he was immediately at home in any subject which he took up music was intuitive to him so remarkable was his progress that when he was yet but six years old his father began to travel with him their first journey was to munich where the elector received them kindly the programmes consisted of improvisations by the youthful mozart upon themes assigned by the audience pieces for violin and piano the father taking the violin part and the sister in turn played piano pieces the father was a good violinist and the author of an excellent school for that instrument he also composed many ambitious works which rise above the kapellmeister average highly gratified with their reception at munich they went on to vienna where again they were cordially received the emperor especially being highly delighted with the little magician as he called the promising boy even at this early age mozart had a distinct idea of his own authority in music although no one could be freer than he from the charge of self-conceit in vienna he asked expressly for wagenseil the court composer that he might be sure of having a real connoisseur among his hearers i am playing a concerto of yours he said you must turn over for me the ladies of the aristocracy went wild over the fascinating young fellow but presently he had an attack of scarlet fever which brought the tour to an end after the return to salzburg the practice went on every day and regular lessons in books as they had during the journey and when he was still less than nine years of age the family undertook a longer tour to paris playing at all the important towns on the way in several of the cities wolfgang played the violin and also the organ in the churches 
at paris they had a remarkable success playing before the court at versailles and in many of the houses of the nobility here the father had four of the boys sonatas for piano and violin engraved and published the stay at paris lasted five months until november tenth seventeen sixty four when they departed for london here they met a favorable reception at court the king george third taking a great interest in the wonderful young master he put before him pieces of bach wagenseil and handel which he played at sight on the fifth of june they gave a concert in spring gardens where their receipts were as much as one hundred guineas his next appearance was as an organist for the benefit of a charity the father having taken cold was ill for some time during which time as the boy was unable to play on the piano he wrote his first symphony and the year following three others before leaving london they visited the british museum and in memory of his visit wolfgang composed a four-part quartet and presented the autograph to the museum without pausing to trace the concert career of the young virtuoso it must suffice to say that by the time he was twelve years old he had become favorably known in every court of southern europe his talent had been illustrated in many different ways and tested by the most severe masters one of the most celebrated cases of this kind happened at bologna where the philharmonic academy received him as a member after his passing the usual severe test over which the famous master padre martini presided the conditions of membership required the candidate to write an elaborate motet in six parts founded upon a melody assigned from the roman antiphonarium the work to conform to the strictest rules with double counterpoint and fugue in consequence of the nervous feeling due to the limit of time allowed candidates very often failed mozart however took his paper in the cheerful frame of mind which everywhere distinguished him and was duly locked up in less than three-quarters of an hour he rapped at his door and asked to be let out the authorities sent him word not to be discouraged but to keep on trying as he had yet three hours and might accomplish it they were greatly astonished on finding that he had already finished having produced a complete masterwork abundantly up to all requirements the whole written in his peculiarly neat and accurate manner his compositions had already reached the number of eighty including a number of symphonies it was now late in the year seventeen seventy one and at milan wolfgang set seriously to work upon his opera which was produced december twenty sixth and repeated to full houses twenty times the author himself conducting it this was mitridate re di ponto the year following he composed two other operas for italy and several symphonies so that when his new opera of lucio silla was performed in milan october twenty fourth seventeen seventy two the number of his works had reached a hundred and thirty five from seventeen seventy three to seventeen seventy seven mozart remained at salzburg with occasional journeys to vienna and other cities always pursuing a life of unflagging industry the number of his works had increased by the end of this period to upwards of two hundred fifty including an immense variety of pieces of chamber music symphonies two or three operas a number of masses and the like 
he was now twenty-one years old and since the age of fourteen he had been assistant conductor at salzburg in the service of the prince archbishop who was a small-souled man wholly unworthy the service which mozart rendered him there is at least a small satisfaction in remembering that the archbishop himself had a distinct impression of the disesteem in which he was held by his talented young musical conductor with the attainment of his majority the second period in the life of this great genius began unable to obtain permission from the shabby prelate for father and son to go together upon an artistic tour the father at length decided to send the young man out with his mother and in september seventeen seventy seven the two started for paris traveling in their own carriage with post-horses their plan was to give a concert at every promising town taking whatever time might be necessary for working it up in due form in this way their journey was considerably prolonged by delays at munich mannheim and ausburg at mannheim especially the incidents of the tour were varied by mozart's falling in love with the charming daughter of the theatrical prompter and copyist a promising singer who afterward married happily in quite a different quarter at paris things did not turn out quite so favorably as the father had anticipated most afflicting of all the mother fell sick there and died so that the son left paris in september for home with a far heavier heart than when he entered it during most of seventeen seventy nine and seventeen eighty he remained at salzburg fulfilling his duties as assistant conductor then came his first opera in germany idomeneo re di creta produced at munich january twenty nine seventeen eighty one the success of this work was so decided that it determined mozart's career as an operatic composer a few months later he quarrelled with the archbishop and the unpleasant connection came to an end his second opera the entführung aus dem serail the elopement from the seraglio was produced at vienna july sixteenth seventeen eighty two this was his first opera in german in august of this year he was married to constance weber younger sister of her who had first enchanted him the marriage was congenial in many ways but as the wife was incapable in money matters and administration and mozart himself careless as a business man and in receipt of a small and irregular income they soon found themselves in a sea of little troubles from which the struggling artist was never more free only at the last moment when indeed his life was all but extinct did the clouds disappear and a prospect open before him which if he had lived to enjoy it would have placed his remaining days in easy circumstances in seventeen eighty five the father visited his son in vienna and upon one of the first days of his stay there was a little dinner party at mozart's house with haydn and the two barons todi in his letter home leopold mozart says that haydn said to him i declare to you before god as a man of honor that your son is the greatest composer that i know either personally or by reputation he has taste and beyond that the most consummate knowledge of composition 
in return for this compliment mozart dedicated to haydn six string quartets with a laudatory preface in which he says that it was but his due for from haydn i first learned to compose a quartet mozart was an enthusiastic freemason and through his influence his father who had always previously opposed the order became a member during this visit at vienna soon afterward the father died for the lodge mozart wrote much music both of a liturgical character and for concerts and special entertainments and in the magic flute there are many reminiscences of the order a year later he made the acquaintance of the celebrated librettist lorenzo da ponte who proposed to adapt beaumarchais's comedy the marriage of figaro which after some difficulty in obtaining the consent of the emperor on account of the objectionable character of the story was done and the work produced at vienna may the first seventeen eighty six the theater was crowded and many airs were repeated until at later performances the emperor prohibited encores a pleasing scene took place at the last dress rehearsal kelly who took the parts of don basilio and of don curzio writes never was anything more complete than the triumph of mozart and his marriage of figaro to which numerous overflowing audiences bore witness even at the first full band rehearsal all present were roused to enthusiasm and when benucci came to the fine passage cherubino alla vittoria alla gloria militar which he gave with stentorian lungs the effect was electric for the whole of the performers on the stage and those in the orchestra as if actuated by one feeling of delight vociferated bravo bravo maestro viva viva grande mozart those in the orchestra i thought would never have ceased applauding by beating the bows of their violins against their music desks and mozart i never shall forget his little animated countenance when lighted up with glowing rays of genius it is as impossible to describe it as it would be to paint sunbeams yet the success did not improve his position in money affairs soon afterward however he was invited to prague to see the success his beautiful work was making there he was entertained handsomely and found the town wild with delight at the novelty the spontaneity and charming quality of his music he also gave two concerts there which were brilliantly successful and having been many times recalled he sat down at the piano and improvised for half an hour the audience resisting every effort he made to stop after returning to vienna he obtained another libretto from da ponte that of don giovanni which was produced at prague october twenty ninth seventeen eighty seven it is told as a characteristic incident of mozart's method of working that the overture of this opera had not been written until the night before the performance at every suggestion mozart answered tapping his forehead i have it all here but not a line had been written late at night he set about writing it his wife made him some punch of which he was very fond and sat with him telling him fairy stories in order to keep him awake early in the morning the overture was finished and after being copied it was played prima vista at night with grand success 
in response to repeated appeals for court recognition mozart was made chamber composer with a salary of about four hundred dollars which he pronounced too much for what i produce too little for what i might produce don giovanni was not given in vienna until may seventeen eighty eight his pecuniary circumstances continued desperate but there were certain incidents of an artistic kind which afforded the struggling genius a meagre consolation one van swieten director of the royal library who was a great amateur of classical chamber music held meetings every sunday for the rehearsal of works of this class mozart sat at the piano for these occasions he arranged several of the fugues of bach's well-tempered clavier for string quartet the year following the practices took on larger proportions a subscription having been made to provide for giving oratorios with chorus and orchestra mozart conducted and weigel took the pianoforte it was for performances of this club that mozart added the wind parts to certain works of handel they gave assis and galatea november seventeen seventy eight the messiah march seventeen seventy nine ode to st cecilia's day and alexander's feast july seventeen ninety space forbids our following his later career beyond mentioning the chief incidents in a life where sadness had larger and larger place when nevertheless the great master was pouring out his most noble and beautiful strains of melody and tonal delight a visit to berlin resulted in receptions at court at potsdam where the truthful composer replied to the king's questions how he liked his band that it contains great virtuosi but if the gentlemen would play together they would make a better effect a remark which has been appropriate to many later orchestras the king apparently laid the remark to heart and offered mozart the post of director with a salary of three thousand thalers almost equal to the same number of our dollars it would have been well for mozart if he had accepted this liberal offer but his answer was how can i abandon my good emperor certainly an affection most misplaced the list of the mozart operas was closed with the magic flute produced september thirtieth seventeen eighty three which at first was not so successful as most of his previous works but which continued to improve upon hearing until at length it reached the estimation which it has ever since held as one of the most characteristic and interesting of all his works he had already begun upon his requiem which had been mysteriously ordered of him by a messenger who declined to state the object for which the work was intended it is now ascertained that the unknown patron was a count walzek an amateur desirous of being thought a great composer it was his intention to have performed the work as his own mozart was now in low spirits worn out with work late hours and financial worry the mystery of the requiem preyed on his imagination none the less that he felt that in it he was writing something of his noblest and best thoughts he said i am sure that this will be my own requiem nothing could dissuade him from the idea it returned again and again at length he fell ill poisoned as he thought by some envious rival 
no one knows whether there was anything in the notion that actual poison had been administered although there were rivals who had been heard to wish that he were out of the way without having quite finished the requiem he breathed his last december fifth seventeen ninety one his premonition proved correct the requiem was given at his own funeral this account of the life of mozart has hardly the merit of an outline for within the short thirty-five years of his earthly existence this great master produced a variety of works in every province of music greater than that produced by any other of the great masters scarcely excepting the indefatigable and long-lived handel it is extremely difficult to assign mozart a definite place in the musical pantheon without praising him too highly on the one hand or of going to the other extreme and belittling his genius by pointing out the evident fact that noble beautiful sprightly sweet and charming as were his compositions he has not left so large an influence upon the later course of music as quite a number of artists apparently his inferiors his influence in music was largely temporary but none the less indispensable to musical progress to the neat and symmetrical periods of the haydn symphony and sonata with their fresh thematic treatment mozart added a tender grace and sweetness like the conceptions of a raphael in painting he was the apostle of melody if he had never written the art of music would have remained something quite different from what we know it and wherever there are lovers of refined noble melody there will the music of mozart be loved moreover in his best symphonies such as the one in g minor and the jupiter in c there is a boldness and freedom of flight which beethoven scarcely surpassed he was at his best as a composer of operas he was one of the fathers of the artistic song with music for every stanza differing according to the sentiment of the words and while the dramatic coloration is not forgotten in his operas they are a constant flow of charming inexhaustible melody which sings most divinely in short taking his works through and through mozart was what in the words of mr matthew arnold we might call the composer of sweetness and light his music glows with the radiance of immortal beauty End of chapter twenty six